Hey guys, welcome back to the Couch Takes Podcast brought to you by Student Section Sports. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, be sure to DM us at Couch Takes on Instagram and at Couch underscore Takes on Twitter. Enjoy. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Couch Takes. If you're wondering if that's Andrew's voice or you are correct, I am back. I'm living. I'm ready to get at it. Trey, Tell me about up, last dude? week, man. Dude, those those are long days you were working. How was that? Um, I mean, it was fun. You know, uh, it's not too bad when you get to be around your people and all this kind of stuff, you know, your friends, but man, it yeah, it's hot. It is hot outside in Alabama. Dude, my oh, goodness so were y'all just outside all day nine to nine or whenever it was no no we're not outside the entire day we we do a um we call them like blocks like back like when we used to do that like in high school you know but um it's like we call it like morning block and that's outside and then we have lunch break and then we have flex block which is inside where we play music and then after that we have dinner break and then we're back outside um that night for I guess I don't know what they call that. They just say go outside. So, so, um, so are you yeah. done with that now? Um, well, I still have practice every single day, but I'm done with the three days. Yeah. Oh, so it was only three days? No, three a uh, days, like three practices a day. Oh, uh, I got yeah, you. It was more than three days, <laughs> but um, we're done with the three a days. Now we're just down to one practice a day. I mean, that's good, I guess, right? Oh yeah, no, I'm excited. You know, school. Uh, my class starts back today, so, so everything's back in gear. You know, we're getting ready for uh, college football, all that good stuff. Well, yeah, I remember. You know, in like in high school, doing band camp and whatnot. Oh gosh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I remember doing all of that, and it's like we we would go through like three weeks of it, you know, and it oh, still yeah. still felt like we only got like half of it done. So I kind of don't understand how you guys get all this stuff done in like a week. But I'm pretty impressed. Uh, um, I think it's because we're, well, I don't know. I think we're just more focused on the goal at hand, and I think we're a little bit better than a high well, school band. I, I would hope the million-dollar yeah. band is yeah, better yeah. than a high school band. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, you know, I think that's all it is, is that we're just better and we know more of what we're doing rather than a high school, which has, like, you know, freshmen and stuff like that who've never done it before. And... um it's just a lot easier when everybody knows what they're doing. When you have to go through like an audition process and all that, you know, you kind of vet out some people that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, it's like more like everyone wants to be there more than some people have to be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like in high school, you can just, you know, make your kid join the band. Um, but it's not like that here. So it's a little bit different. But um, Anyway, yeah, I guess we, I mean, we get a lot accomplished and I'm happy about it. I'm looking forward to next Saturday when we perform for the first time in, um, in Atlanta. That'll be super fun. Alabama and Duke, man. Yeah. So I think, I can't uh, believe it's back. I think we all missed our daily dose of Andrew last week. (laughs) So you got a favorite thing or some sort of review you want to give me? Shoot, dude. Um, let me think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, My favorite... Oh, yeah, okay. I had already thought about this. I don't know why I'm, like, acting like I couldn't think of one. Um, this Saturday... It, well, it hasn't happened yet, but this coming up Saturday, Fl- uh, Florida and Miami, dude, in Orlando. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it might just be Florida and Miami, but dude, I'm just excited that it's back. I mean, we are finally getting it back. Shoot, I'll be happy to see Florida and Miami. Those in-state Florida rivalries are something, yeah, I know. you know? Now, I do think, I mean, I guess I'm going to go ahead and say it, dude. I think Florida, man, they're going to give them a good one. They're going to maybe spank them a little bit, but... I do think it'll be fun to watch just because, you know, it's college football. And like you said, it's an in-state rivalry. Um, and those always seem to go well. So. Well, I kind of I want to piggyback <laughs> off of that for a second because, like, I, I mean, I'm with you. I think Florida's going to take a big victory here. Yeah. Um, I am interested to see, like, how Mark Rick will respond and all of that. But if the season goes really bad for Mark Rick, do you think he has much time left there at Miami? Uh, Mark Richt is no longer the coach of Miami. Is he not? No, dude. He dude, retired. what happened to me? Oh, my <laughs> you didn't God. Know that, bro? Dude, it's like it's coming back to me now, and I'm just like, whoa. No, it's uh, Manny Diaz. Hey, I want to clarify. It's early, okay? Yeah, I'm tired. It's, it's super early. I'll, I just woke uh, up like a half hour ago. Give me a break. Yeah. No, I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Manny Diaz. Didn't Mark Richt retire? Yeah, 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 no, I'm, yeah, yeah. I say yeah, he you're definitely right retired. Now. No, I, I, I like. I remember now. He did retire. I'm just. Yeah, I want to say stupid. he named um, Manny Diaz, who was the defensive coordinator. Um, I want to say he got um, promoted to head coach. Okay, right, right, right. So, what do you think this means for Manny Diaz? Um, I don't think it means much this game, to be honest, because I don't really know what's expected of him. I don't know if anybody's really expecting him to, you know, take them to the next level. I don't know if people in Miami have that expectation. So, obviously, it would be a big win if they were... First off, even beating an in-state rival like like that is a big win. But to beat them when they're a top-ten team, that's... I mean, I feel like that's a big win for anybody like that. But Yeah, well, I was talking about this the other day with somebody I know, but that week one is always so exciting to me because... Upsets happen all the time because, like, you know, these rankings come out, these preseason things, but no one yeah, really knows know. how good you are until, like, week yeah, five. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's why week one is just the bomb. Yeah, and plus, now I will say, though, I do think Florida's a top 10 team. I really do. I don't think that's a fluke, but maybe they'll, you know, fight to prove me wrong. I don't know. But I do <laughs> think they'll beat Miami. And now if Miami were to win – that is huge for Manny Diaz, but like you know, like I said, I think that's huge for any head coach um, playing oh, an in-state rival that's top ten. In-state rival, so, SEC top ten, yeah, it's yeah, it's, that's big for big. anybody. But overall, I don't think the expectations are super high for Manny right now. Um, but I do expect them to win. You know, yeah, like then he's got him right where he wants him. Yeah, that's true. Too. No one expects anything of you. Only place that's you got to go is up. Yep, that's when you really come out. Anyway, uh, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win? All right, you already said uh, Florida, didn't you? Yeah, it doesn't matter who the coach is. Just Florida has more talent. Yeah, no, oh, absolutely, dude. They're DBU, or at least I think they're DBU. Some people would argue with me, but they're definitely DBU. Well, for me, it's like, I, you know how I'm all about, like, head coaches and matchups with that, right? Yeah. There's not many people that can out-head coach Dan Mullen. Oh, heck no. Dan Mullen's so, low-key one of the best uh, head coaches in college football. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. And, and people well, I, and I don't understand, people just don't see that, and I think that's because he was at Mississippi State, and it's hard to imagine a head coach like that at Mississippi State. But 
the guy can coach. I mean, he's a quarterback guru, guys. I'm telling you guys, watch out. Him at Florida is going to be so different. Florida's on another Felipe level Frank. than Mississippi State. Felipe yeah, Franks for Heisman. I don't see that, <laughs> but I do think he'll have a good year. I like oh, Felipe yeah. Franks all right. I think he's pretty good. And with a head coach like Mullen, dude, I think they got a high upside in Florida. Um, there's no telling who he's going to get once Franks is gone. He seems to bring in guys like Dak Prescott. Like, you know, Dak Prescott wasn't really, oh, my gosh, we need to have Dak Prescott. But he mm. brought him in, and now look at Dak Prescott now. Look at how he was in college. I mean, at one time, Mississippi State was the number one team in the country. Yeah, going with into Dak Prescott, yeah. yeah, going into Tuscaloosa, they were the number one team in the country. So, I mean, the guy knows how to coach. At a program like Florida, high upside. I think you got to be excited as a Florida fan. I, like I've said before, I don't think this is the year. I don't think they're going to take that leap and be with Georgia. I know some people disagree with me on that, and I'm I'm okay with being wrong if I'm wrong. But I don't think this is the year. Maybe another year or two, and then they'll be there. I think that's fair. I don't think there's any reason that they couldn't join Florida this year, but I Georgia, think you're definitely you right. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't. I don't think there's any reason Florida can't join Georgia this year. But you're yeah, definitely right. Yeah. These next these next coming years, yeah, that's that's. Hey, like I said, I'm okay if I'm wrong. I'd be perfectly fine with that. I'd like to see Dan Mullen in Florida be successful. I've never been a Florida hater. Well. I take that back. When I was kind of young, I probably didn't like Florida with Tim Tebow. But uh, I'm not a Florida hater. I like Florida. I, I like the Gators. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, speaking of Georgia, that's um, Vandy's first game. Home Snap, game. dude. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, so for those of you that didn't know, I guess, I'm up here in Nashville now, so our recording setup's a little bit different. So I'll just go ahead and apologize if something's different or Whatever. If you notice anything, I'm sorry. We're still working it out. But yeah. um but yeah, so next Friday, Paul Feinbaum is going to be like recording live from campus and then Saturday oh, the S- the SEC countdown or whatever they do. Um they'll be on campus. So it's pretty uh, exciting. Do you mean like you mean like their the SEC's college game day, you mean? Yeah. I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, I can't either. It's SEC something. That's all I know. Yeah, it's great value college game day is all it is. Yeah, it's fun. But Yeah, I'll watch it sometimes. So, excited to see how that goes. I'll get to see that game. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, Hey, did you ever say your favorite thing of the week? No. Okay, I just now realized. Hey, say your favorite thing of the week. I completely forgot about that. No, it's fine. I kind of wanted to skip over it because it's an unfavorite thing of the week. Um, oh, okay. Because right after we get done recording this, I got to drive two and a half hours back to Florence. For to what? Go, I have to go to a meeting and then come for? back. For? What my is inter- the meeting for? For this internship I'm doing, I got to go back and I got to do a meeting and then I got to come all the way back to Nashville and then go Dang, to sleep dude. and get up at 530 and go to work tomorrow. Do you have so, to get up that early for work every day? Traffic, man. Nashville traffic's insane. Yeah, I have a buddy of mine who lives in Nashville, and he, oh man, he talks about the traffic all the time. I don't get to go to Nashville much, but the few times that I've been, I mean, I just, I, it's getting about to be like Atlanta, and you know, well, dude, Atlanta's awful. It's just really bad right now because one of the major bypasses um, is going under like pretty major construction, so they have like four lanes each way going into two lanes each way. Mm, sounds so. like Birmingham. 
Yeah, it is, but on a much bigger scale. Yeah, Birmingham's going through the same thing with the construction and all that, and that's backing people up for miles. Yeah, but the difference is in Birmingham, if you have to get off the interstate, you can drive through the city in five minutes. In Nashville, good Mm -hmm. luck. Half hour at least. Dang. Well, speaking of miles, Miles Garrett. No, I'm just joking. I have nothing to say about Miles Garrett. Um, I know you, we were talking about this earlier. Um, you wanted to say something about um, Ronald Acuna in the Braves. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, so the Braves are playing the Marlins last night, right? So, yeah. uh, you remember last year, um, Acuna was on that home run hitting streak, the leadoff streak, whatever. He was like four yeah. games in a row with a leadoff home run. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And he was one away from tying the record. And um, he comes in, and uh, Jose Urena pegs him with a ball, and he, it it actually, like, hurt him pretty bad. He had to sit out for, like, five or six games because of it. But um, so anyway, you know, whole big thing. Uh, Urena got tossed, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to this year. They're playing the Marlins last night. Ronald Acuna's leaning off. First pitch gets nailed. So... Mm. Uh, I don't think that's any sort of coincidence. I don't know. Maybe that's... I'm not trying to be some sort of tinfoil hat, but the pitcher didn't look remorseful or anything. <laughs> it didn't look like... i say it. that. I'm just saying it didn't look unintentional. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. I mean, I yeah, hate to accuse so, people of stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, anyway, so the, the Braves manager, uh, Brian Snicker, he ran out there to, uh, you know... <laughs> To try to, you know, stand up for his yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, as soon as it happened, you know, warnings were issued for both sides because the umps knew that what happened last year, right? Well, yeah. Snicker runs out there and starts yelling at him because, like, why didn't he get tossed? Uh, anyway, Brian Snicker got tossed for that. So the Braves didn't have a manager last night. Um, I don't know. I just think that's kind of ridiculous, man. I, I, I don't know. MLB umps kind of get under my skin sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? I think umps and refs of every professional sport get under our skin. That's true. And I, but, I now I will say, I think the worst has got to be NBA, but that's a conversation for another day. Right. Well, to me, it's like I have such a thing for like sports are only sports if you have human error involved, you know? But oh, I the, agree. But at the same time, the human error bothers me. So, yeah, no, and it sucks. It's like a catch 20, you know, um, because I know I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where like, yeah, I think it was about the Saints thing with the pass interference and all that. That's it's the drama. You know, you love the drama. You love the human error of the game, even right. though it sucks when it happens to you. Man, it's so much fun when it happens to somebody else. <laughs> so dude, I think it's just one of those right. things. Uh, and like like you said, it's a catch 20, dude. And that's what makes sports sports. There is human error. I don't want to see any kind of electronic refs out there. Like, because people have talked about it before, man, we need to review every single thing. Like, why would we do that? That's not fun. That takes time and it takes away from the game. But um, that's, I mean, not to go on like a tangent or anything like that, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So, literally, that's all that was about. I was more angry about, I mean, of course, it sucks when, you know, a player like that gets beaned for doing nothing. Yeah. But um, it's just more frustrating to me that, the Braves were the ones that suffered for that. You know what I mean? Well, when you got a player that is so um, well-known now, like Acuna, you know, I guess things happen, and uh, they're not always accidents, which is ridiculous. But, but imagine know. doing that to Big Poppy, like David Ortiz, you know? Oh, gosh, dude. People in he Boston would, would have a come apart. He would eat you for lunch. Yeah, he would. Dude. That's a big guy. Yeah, so I, I just mean, 
I don't know. Maybe it's because he's young. I, I don't know. But it's yeah. frustrating. Hey, speaking of Big Poppy, has anybody heard any news about, like, you know, since the shooting thing? That's a good point. I haven't. Let me look that up real quick. All I've ever heard, you know, like, I remember when it was happening, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we think he's going to live. But, like, since that happened, I haven't heard any updates on that. And I completely forgot about it. Let's see. If you look so, up David uh, Ortiz, baseball designated hitter. Yeah. Here's an here's an article from 15 hours ago on popculture.com. Oh, Top narco in Dominican Republic, Cesar El Abusador, sought by FBI for attempted David Ortiz murder. Oh, so, crap. So apparently he's in with the drug lords. Yeah, this is a big deal. Um, let's see. According to multiple reports coming out of the DR... One of the factors that ties these two cases together is Luxury Tower, where Caesar lived, known as the Naco Blue Tower. Uh, also featured an apartment owned by Ortiz, so I guess they like lived in the same building, and maybe Poppy had something to do with the narcos. I don't know. But I don't know. Now I'm, I'm kind of more curious. I have to look more into that uh, after we get off this episode. Maybe we can update y'all next week. Yeah, shoot. That's pretty interesting, dude. Yeah. So in, anyway... Um, thank you, Trey, for bringing us the uh, headliners of the day. Trey's headliners. Nah, that's not going to be a thing. Trey's Heck headliners God. sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, I don't think that sounds like a good title, but if we can come up with a good title, we'll figure something out. If you guys got an idea for a title, send them in. So anyway, big news coming out of Auburn. Um, I think Trey and I both called it, but I mean... I don't know. I guess it wasn't ever for sure. But anyway, Bo Nix, starting quarterback for the Auburn Tigers week one. Uh, uh, that's what you No, that was all you, man. You called that one. Well, the only reason that I said that was because I've seen him play because um, he went to a local high school around our area. I've seen him play. He played at Pinson Valley High School. The guy was legit. Um, I, I knew he was going to be something. I wasn't 100% positive he was going to start week one. I thought maybe it was one of those things where they were going to start uh, Joey Gatewood, who he beat out. Uh, they're both dual-threat quarterbacks. But um, I thought maybe Gatewood was going to be week one and then progressively kind of got to Bo Nix. You know what I mean? Kind of like last year with the Kelly Bryant, Trevor Lawrence thing. Like Progressively, it was like, you know what? Maybe we made the wrong decision. Maybe it should be... Knicks or maybe it should be Trevor Lawrence you know what I mean yeah I get what you're saying so I thought maybe that was the position we were gonna see um but I'm not shocked at all that he has gotten the starting job I think he'll keep it throughout the season I don't think he's gonna be like I don't I don't want to sit here and say that I think he's gonna be an incredible quarterback this year I just think he's better than Joey Gatewood and I think he fits Auburn's offense well um I have heard, you know, some reports. I've read some things that he throws a lot of interceptions at practice. I don't know how true that is. Obviously, I don't get to walk into Auburn's practice, <laughs> but no, you don't use your couch takes credentials to get in. No, they don't. Uh, when I show them the badge, they're like, okay, walk away, kid. <laughs> Not, uh, no, but for real though, I think it's going to be interesting to see Auburn this year. I don't know what to expect from them because you know we put them in at what nineteen or twenty on our list on our top yeah, twenty-five. Yeah, so I believe we put them in at 20. I think that's a healthy place to put them. I think when they end the season, they're either going to be unranked or they're going to be around the 20, 25 in their area. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I think Bo Nix is going to be a big reason for that. I think he's a good quarterback. I think they'll be all right. 
I don't think they're going to be incredible uh, his first year. But like I said, not shocked at all that he's going to be the starter. Yeah, um, so I guess he's like more of a dual, dual threat type. Yeah, I would say him and Joey Gatewood are both dual threat quarterbacks. Yeah, it's been so long since. Well, I take that back. They had, um, what was his name? Sean White, right? Yeah, Sean White. He was more of a pocket passer, but you also he, see he has, yeah, he can move. Yeah, yeah, but but you know that wasn't he he wasn't running read options all the time. No, you know? no, no, no. Yeah. So what I mean is Auburn's best when they have that dual threat quarterback in Gus Malzahn's offense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it just fits the offense of what he's trying to run, that scheme he's trying to run. I mean, yeah, you look all the way back to Cam Newton when Malzahn was just the coordinator. It's been dual threat ever since then. Yeah, Nick Marshall ran it perfectly. Oh, really? He that, did? They, they couldn't find a better quarterback to run their system like Nick Marshall could. And obviously, no, yeah. Cam Newton won the Heisman and all that kind of stuff, and I understand that, but that was just different. It wasn't necessarily the offense that Nick Marshall ran at all. So, oh yeah, I don't Cam, know, dude. Yeah, Cam Newton was um, like heads, you know, heads, ugh, head and shoulders a better player, right? Yeah, yeah. But Nick Marshall knew the system really well, and he yeah. could run it just how they wanted it. If he had more natural ability, dude, they would have been lethal. But hey. He still did a pretty good job for what he had. Yeah, I mean, he beat Alabama. Yeah, that's true. One and, time, uh, just the once. <laughs> Andrew counts. He thinks about it every night. Oh, yeah. I think about it all the time. I'll never forget that. <laughs> you know what? No, I take that back. We're going to edit that. I don't, we're going to edit that out. I don't want anybody to get satisfaction out of that. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, though, I think it's going to be interesting. Obviously, as the season goes uh, goes on, we'll talk about it. Um, real quick, though, well, I don't know. We'll talk about it next week, too, but I do kind of want to talk about it really quick. This Auburn-Oregon game is extremely interesting to me. I don't I, – because I have no idea who's going to win. Because, I obviously – I'm all I've talked about it before, dude. I'm all about Justin Herbert. I think the guy's good. I'm like super excited to see him play. I think he's better than Bo Nix, but I also haven't seen Bo Nix play in college. I don't know what's going to change, what's going to be better. But I'm extremely interested in this game week one because I have no idea who to pick. Because part of me is like, you know what? Oregon's obviously the better team. They got, you know, maybe a Heisman candidate at quarterback. Um, they got some great linebackers. This team is going to be pretty good. But at the same time, dude, I never know what to expect out of Auburn, ever. Every single year, you could read me off the roster, and I could know every single one of them, and I wouldn't be able to tell you whether they're going to be good or not. Okay, it's that's a so fair point. Weird. It is but, so weird about Auburn. But Yeah, I'm a little surprised to hear you say that because of how high you are on Justin Herbert, you know? Yeah, and I don't think he's going to be the number one pick. I don't, but I do think he's going to be great, and I do think that he's going to be – I think, honestly, I do think Oregon's probably going to win. But like I said, dude, there's just something about Auburn where, like, they just come out. For some reason, they can just come out and win week one. And like they did last year, they beat Washington, who Washington, dude, I'm high on Washington. I love Chris Peterson. I think he's one of the best, most underrated coaches. But they came out and beat them, and then they didn't even have that great of a season. So that's what I'm saying, dude. I never know what to expect out of this team. And that's what I was saying. Week one is so crazy because you just don't know. Yeah, and just because you win week one doesn't mean you're going to have a good squad. Yeah. We've seen uh, that so many times, dude. Like, we'll have teams come out and beat a highly ranked team, and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, I got a perfect example. A few years back, 
Texas beats Notre Dame. You know, the Texas is back, folks, thing. And oh then they God. ended up being crap that year. Oh, my so, God, dude. That was so hard to watch. Yeah, as, you know what I mean? As the year went on, you know? Yeah, as the year went on, you're like, oh, my God. Because I believed it. I was like, oh, my gosh, Texas is back, folks. I was telling everybody. <laughs> and I, was, I was, like, excited because Texas is one of those programs, like, you want Texas to be good because it's good for college football when Texas is good. That's such Andrew a big was like, name. Andrew was opening the shutters, looking over, over a crowded street. <laughs> Folks, did you hear? Texas is <laughs> Texas back. Is back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That literally was me though, dude. I was like going to school like everybody, Texas is back. And then they weren't. They were crap. Which now, <laughs> dude, Texas is back. Just for those people who want to know, they are back. But gosh, dude, that was so funny though. When I I remember because I was watching, I was actually leaving. The um, I want to say it's Alabama USC game in Dallas. So I was in Texas when it happened, and I was streaming it on my phone <laughs> on the way back to the hotel. And um, gosh, I can't remember his name, but dude, he dove into the end zone. And you know, the announcer, I can't remember the announcer's name either. He goes, you know, Texas is back, folks. And I just looked around in the car, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a wild season, y'all. <laughs> but uh, dude, yeah, I just, then like, it was just lackluster for them. That's like my favorite like moment in college football in the past five seasons just because of how horribly it aged. It's- I know, dude. And it was so, I think as a college football fan, it was disappointing, you know? Uh, no, like, I thought I think, it was hilarious. No, dude, I like Texas. I've always, I, I, I like it when teams like Texas, Alabama, you know, like that, that are good. Like USC, well, I want USC to be good just because it's more fun when you have those big names in college football good. It's not even that. It's just, you know, I have this, ironic humor you know yeah, and to see yeah something you definitely like that do. that is like, you for sure that's what i'm saying just to see that moment where oh my god texas is the best team in the world and then they, they lose like seven games yeah that, dude, I, oh my gosh i'm right now i'm just like picturing myself like you said like opening the blinds like in a musical <laughs> hello have you heard texas is back folks like just seeing, <laughs> you know, like, dude, like i just have myself doing that in my head my gosh dude, that's so funny yeah I know, anyway dude. Going back to what I was talking about, though, um, like I said, you never know what to expect. Auburn very well could win that game, even though I do think Oregon's the better team. But that doesn't necessarily mean Auburn's going to have a great year, and it doesn't necessarily mean Oregon's going to have a crap year. Like, we don't know. It's week one. But, like I said, that's probably one of the games I'm most intrigued about. I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Like, I'll definitely watch the game. Um and all and for all my Auburn fans out there, like I'm telling you guys, like I don't think like I know like a lot of people are saying Oregon's gonna win, dude. I think it's gonna be a good game. Like I really do. It might be best game of the week, honestly. I think it's probably the most evenly matched game of the week. And I'm not saying that because like I like you said, I think Oregon probably has more talent. But um but honestly, it's like you said, it's week one and they gotta find their footing yeah. just like Auburn does, you know? Yeah, and we have no idea what we're gonna see from Knicks. Like the guy was incredible in high school, might be crap in college, you know? Like right. we have no idea. Yeah. But like I said, intriguing game, uh, week one. I'm like I'm pretty excited about that game. Um, I mean, I I know we talked about exciting games week one, week two, so we've already covered that, but it's just an exciting time, man. It's kind of it's been so long, but at the same time it's kind of flown by football man dude i know it's crazy we're right back where we started this time last year and it seems like this time last year just happened not that long ago so i don't know 
I, I'm so excited, dude. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I'm like struggling to speak right now because I don't even know what to say because I'm excited about it. Like, there's just something about this time of year, and especially, dude, when the leaves start changing color and you have to wear like hoodies to the games and stuff like that. And dude, like, you go outside and you have some food, like wings and all this ready to go. You're in your hoodie. It feels good outside, and you know you have college game day running, dude. There's not a better time of year. There's definitely not. No, that's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, it really Tailgating is. Tailgating so. in a hoodie, eating oh, just gosh, awful yeah. food for you, but it's it's yeah, but it's then the you best can eat thing well, in the world. You know, Monday through Friday. Yeah, but I, I uh, don't do that. You know that. Yeah, no, I know, but you know, some people do. Some people justify by eating well the rest of the week. But um, anyway, yeah. for all our couch takes people out there. I think you guys can hear in our voices how excited we are for this season. I think this is going to be great for couch takes. I think it's going to be great for America. I think it's going to be great for everybody. It's going to be great for the world, the universe. That might be our new thing, dude. That might need to be our new thing. This is going to be great for couch takes, and this is going to be great for America. We need to make that (laughs) like a quote, dude. (laughs) Put that on the shirt. Yeah. But um, anyway, I think we've been talking about this for a little bit. Um, but I wanted to bring up real quick before we got to our listener question, which, you know, don't be worried though, by the way, we are obviously going to talk about college football next week. That is going to be huge. Next week really starts the season despite, you know, Florida, Miami this week, next week's week one. Um, but anyway, I wanted to really hit up super quick on the Baker Mayfield thing that just happened. Was it yesterday or the day before? I believe it was yesterday. Okay, yeah, I think it was yesterday too. So a um, article came out um, that had some quotes from Baker Mayfield, or what they said was quotes, which I don't know because Baker Mayfield has responded, and so I don't know how real it was that he said what he said. But anyway, um, Baker Mayfield um, came out, and they said something about, you know, hey, it blows my mind that – they, that the New York Giants drafted Daniel Jones. That's what he said. It blows my mind, quote. And then he continued by saying, some people overthink it. That's where people go wrong. They forget you've got to win. That was the quote that was put out, and they said Baker Mayfield said that in uh, a GQ interview. I want to say it was GQ, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, anyway, Trey, do you have the information on him saying um, that that's not what he said? Or at least that he that's out of context, I guess, is more so what he's saying. Yeah, um, well, actually, he straight up said, this is not what I said. That's a direct quote. Um, All right. So you were right. He said, I cannot believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. Um, and he said, that was actually unprompted in the interview. They were just watching Sports Center. It was on in the background, and he just said that. Mm. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. They all say that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the whole quote... Um, Actually, what am I doing? You said the whole quote. Anyway, he said, that's not what I said, just so we're clear. I also said I was surprised I got drafted number one. Then was talking about flaws in evaluating quarterbacks, where I brought up winning being important. Reporters and media will do anything to uh, to come up with clickbait stories. I heard nothing but good things, and I wish nothing for the best but Daniel Jones. That's what he said. Uh, I like that, was, that response. I yeah, like that I response think, a lot. I think that's fine. I mean, if that's truly what he said you know and honestly he's right some people will take things out of context just to get a story you know yeah but that's, um, i mean oh for sure that is a clickbait headline for sure oh yeah and i mean obviously i don't know did you see daniel jones reaction to it no i didn't even know daniel jones responded yeah he was just like oh well i don't really know baker 
So um, <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> he probably didn't care. No, he probably. Like, he did, I mean, when I you're in that position, yeah, yeah, I think they asked him about it after practice, and he was just like completely burnt out. He was just like, I don't, yeah, I don't really know. He bigger. didn't even want to talk about it. He didn't care. But yeah, that's why, dude. It's so goofy how they'll do stuff like that. And to be honest. I know a lot of people have some kind of thing against Baker Mayfield, and I understand. Like, yeah, in college, he acted like an idiot sometimes. He did some things that you know you you know your mama wouldn't want you doing, mm-hmm. and and I understand that. I am a Baker fan. I like Baker. Um, I think he's going to be good, and but I do think part of the problem is a lot of times people paint him out to be like he's a bad person. Like, I understand, like, the grabbing the crotch thing in college when he was playing Kansas. Like, I get that. We don't like to see that. But I don't – I haven't seen anything from Baker that tells me he's just a bad person. You know, like, he's just a young guy who has made a couple mistakes. Who hasn't? But I think that's the problem with Baker Mayfield and why so many people have such poor opinions of him is because everyone, you know, is talking bad about him and all this kind of stuff. And I don't think he really gets a fair shot sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, do you agree with that, Trey? Uh, I mean – Kind of. I mean, I think he's gotten I think he's gotten better attention than he should have, you know, especially with the whole DUI arrest in college. But at the same time, like you said, I don't think he's a bad person or anything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. He makes mistakes. And obviously, especially going back to the DUI was my whole thing It's like that was far and away the worst thing he ever did. You know, and I don't, I, don't, I, I don't even know if it was a DUI. I thought it was just was public a, intox. Yeah, it might have been. But, you know, and then he ran from the police and got decked. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that Which was he a, did talk about that on Colin Cowherd's show, and he kind of explained it a little bit more. And uh, and this is just going off his story. According to him, he wasn't even in trouble. According to him, he was just being questioned about something that had happened down the road. And, and he, it, but now he was drunk. And in his mind, you know, he panicked and he ran. So he said that's really what happened. He said he wasn't even getting in trouble originally. They were just asking him if he knew what happened. That's yeah. what he said on Cowherd. So I don't know how true that is. Obviously, that's just coming from him. So, Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, it's like if that's the worst thing, you know, like all the, the taunting and stuff like that, I don't even really yeah. care about that. It's just football. Yeah, everybody does that. People act yeah. like he's the only one who taunts. Yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, I think... I'm not on the Baker Mayfield hate train. I'm just, you know, I'm happy no. to see them doing something in Cleveland, you know. Yeah, so, I'm, I wish, you know, success for him. I hope he's good. Yeah, and the storylines coming out of there are pretty interesting. So, so keep it coming as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and um, one more thing on the NFL before we get to the listener question. Trey, I just want to ask your opinion super quick. What's going on with Antonio Brown, bro? Um, well, honestly, from the everything I hear, it's... Okay, from everything I hear, it's pretty much okay at this point. Like, I, I think he is nuts, but I mean... He's filed he's, another grievance now. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I mean, is he even coming back? Like, I don't understand. I, I, I guess I don't really know what's going on, to be honest. I think it's kind of been a ridiculous situation. Um, I think the whole thing's know. overblown. It's just a helmet. He'll get over it. Yeah, let's hope so. The guy's nuts, though. But I I think he'll get over it, too, though. But I do think he's nuts. I mean, the only thing wrong with this helmet was that it aged out. Yeah. And they're going to make true. him find a new one. That's true. So, I mean, 
I, I kind of understand where he's coming from, especially if it, you know, messes with your peripherals or whatever. As a receiver, that's important. So, I mean, that's my, like, line to defend him, you know, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. um, but I mean, he is making a really big fuss of, uh, over it, so. Yeah, and to me, I feel like that's kind of unfair to his teammates who obviously need him. I mean, he plays in Oakland. They need him. Yeah. Uh, they need everybody they can get. So, I don't. I don't know, dude. They've already paid him the big bucks. I guess well, definitely watch Hard Knocks episode three, and and you'll see what's up. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll watch it for sure. Yeah, hey, I didn't. It, I didn't mean to spring that on you like that. I just felt like no, maybe no, I wanted fine. to get your take on it. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I'm just I have other things to worry about at this point, other than what Antonio Brown thinks about his helmet. You know? Yeah, that's true. I got you. So, um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, so I'm gonna answer what Trey was asked last week since I, uh, everyone knows obviously I wasn't here last week. Um, what was the exact question, Trey? Do you remember? Um, you get like this nice mansion and $5 million a week, but none of your sports teams ever make the playoffs again. Okay. See, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I knew that. Okay, when I first read it, wait, what was your answer real quick? Shoot, no. I mean, like there's... You take I'll the take, money, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, okay, my first thing was at first I was like, you know, oh gosh, that would be so hard if Alabama never made it. That'd be so hard if the Packers never made it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, five million dollars a week. Wipe <laughs> I your, mean, wipe your tears with the money, Andrew. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. I could do a lot of things with five million dollars a week. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think you're dumb if you don't go with the money. Even though obviously it sucks when your team doesn't make it, but I think you got to go with the money. <laughs> like I said, I'll buy a new team. <laughs> yeah, bro, just start a new franchise, bro. <laughs> just wait about a year or two and then start a new franchise. Oh, so, my gosh, I mean, that's hilarious. But for real, though, um, I think you got to go with the money. That is a good question, though, because I feel like some people would say their team. Like, they'd be like, I've got to go with... like if, like And I feel like fan, some people are idiots. Yeah, oh, for sure. Some people, like Cleveland fans of any kind of sport, they're probably like, Oh, dude, we got to go to the playoffs. I can skip out on the money. We got to go to the playoffs. So, yeah, but I think <laughs> I think you're crazy if you don't go with the money, dude. Not okay. that we're actually getting I think this that's money, what I, but I think that's what I said on the podcast last week that that's what you would say. So yeah. I mean, oh yeah, well you got it right then. You hear the dogs? <laughs> yeah, whose dog is that? That's the, in the house I live in. We have dogs now. So, like I said, oh, sorry gosh. about that. We're working things out. Yeah, we're trying to figure out this recording situation. Sorry about that, guys. It's all good though. Oh, but in the meantime, you can hear some lovely little dogs. Yeah, but well, I think we're about to wrap up the episode anyway. I think it's been a pretty good one. Yeah, so um, I guess Kramer and Newman will sing us out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. um, So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. We are super excited about college football this year. Um, What works out about NFL, too. I'm a big NFL fan. So anyway... Football in general is back, you guys. Um, Enjoy Florida-Miami this week. Please tune in um, and have a blessed week. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) All right, see you all.